You're listening to the Words with KB podcast, a weekly podcast and web show where we handle thought-provoking, taboo conversations from the perspective of the traditional black male versus the modern black male. I'm joined by my co-host, Basic Logic, where he mostly just talks shit, but he also represents the traditional black male on the show. I'm your host, KB. Let's get into the episode. What's good, what's good? Welcome back to another episode of Words with KB. On this episode, we are talking about what's your it factor with none other than Jeremy with the It Factor podcast. So you don't want to miss this. So keep tuning in. Um, Words with KB is a part of Happy Accidents Media. Have you heard of Happy Accidents Media? What you waiting on? So go Google that, Happy Essence Media, or check out our Instagram, Happy Essence Media. It's Happy Essence Media everywhere. We're going ham. You know what I'm saying? So enjoy this episode. Um, we'll be back with more content, man. We cranking out episodes every week. So appreciate y'all tuning in and make sure you share on all your socials. And let's get into the episode. Turn it up on your radio. Get the app on your cell phone. Words with KB podcast. Real shit they be touching on. Know you're mad because them days long. Get your laughs while you can, dog. Words with KB podcast. Listen in on your way home. Turn it up. What's good? What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode. Words with KB, man. We got the usual suspects in the building. What's up, Basic Logic? Yeah. And we got our producer extraordinaire, Miles, in the building. What's going on? Is that is that the official name we're going with, or are we doing MJ? What's up? I like producer extraordinaire. Producer extraordinaire. Wow. Okay, 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 okay. We're gonna we're gonna let that rot and and let it see how it sit. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want to see. And we got special get special get. What you said, base? No, I was saying I liked intern. Oh lord, this nigga. Niggas just want to take advantage of people. Got that nigga slick. Want to play his niggas on the low, nigga. This over. But uh, uh, we got a special guest on the network today on Words of KB podcast, man. Long time friend, way back from Fort Valley, Georgia. Who know about the Valley, boy? Guy, them my real listeners who know about the Valley right there. But and how old you were when 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 you when you was around us, man? Because I I really trying to I'm trying to grasp how long it has been. It had to be from the ages of probably thirteen to. 16, 17? Okay, okay. 13 to 16, which is probably, you know, he was around us a healthy amount of time. It wasn't no foolishness or nothing going on. I don't feel like when you was around. So, you know, it's all good there. You know what I'm saying? The frat house was a safe space at that time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but we got Jeremy with uh, the It Fat Podcast, man. What's good, man? So, say what's up with the people, man. Doing good, man. Glad to be here, man. How y'all doing? Hey man, I want you to start off quickly by letting people know what your podcast is about, and uh, let's let's start from there. I want the people to be acquainted with you. All right, my podcast is a safe place for Black people, man, to come in and speak about their professions and different things of that nature. Uh, need it be their athletes, their engineers, their doctors, their lawyers, and we're able to speak and see that Black face that I wasn't able to see before the show was created. So. 
just thankful to be able to do that. And uh, one of my main things is changing the narrative and asking everyone, like, uh, what's your effect? Why you do what you do? Boom, boom. And that, and that's that's literally what we want to uh, focus in on. What's your it factor? And, and what the hell is the it factor? You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like, you know, the it factor is something that isn't mentioned as much nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so I, I kind of want to get from y'all, like, what's, what's your definition just... Offhand, I'm gonna start with you. Basic, I want to know, like, offhand, like, what's off top of the dome? What's your definition of the it factor? My definition of uh, what it <laughs> hey, shut up, Miles. I'm ready. <laughs> look, look, because you know it coming, boy. <laughs> supposed to be ready for you to fail, boy. Watch it. I'll be rooting for your downfall. Yeah, as <laughs> ready. <laughs> What's up, bro? We need, <laughs> no, we need uh, like a, a buzzer or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, what is the buzzer? A, that boy hit me with a shot clock violation as soon as I touched the ball. Golly. Nah, but to me, um, it factor is, I think it's whatever you, whatever you do, whatever you do that you've, and I, I feel like it's something inside of you, but it's whatever you do that sets you apart from anyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if that necessarily is a positive or a negative thing. Um, it's kind of just, you know, I guess in this sense, we can say it as being something positive. Um, but I feel like it could also, you know, maybe your it factor is being toxic. I, OK, I, so you think there is a bad side to the it fact? I mean, I it could. To me, it's like, it's like it's like your superpower as a human. Mm, that's how you think about it. OK. Yeah. OK. And I kind of, I'm going to start with me and I'm going to go to the expert over here. But I mean, I guess, yeah, I kind of feel like it's, it is kind of your superpower or your thing. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, and like nowadays with social media everywhere, like before you used to, celebrity is a mixed thing now. And I'm using celebrities as an example. You know what I'm saying? Like the it factor, I feel like has it, it's on all levels. But, you know. It, it with so many different levels of celebrity now, and and traditionally, I guess celebrities have. You would assume that a celebrity have something of an it factor. Do we both do we both agree on this? You know, because I guess uh, that. I mean, you don't have to. What's up? Well, I don't. It depends how you determine it factor, because me, if you're thinking of it as a talent, like. Some a lot of celebrities are not talented, you right? Know, but just, I wouldn't say that's their it factor. Then, I mean, what's like? I mean, I guess if you're ready to get into it, like people say all the time, like they kind of hate on Kim Kardashian and they say she's very popular and very famous, and like, what does she do? But her it to me, I guess you could say it's not her talent, but her it factor is is her her brand. You know mm. how whatever whatever she t- I mean sh- she's got more Instagram and social media followers than most companies or teams or yeah, it's, it's like indeed. crazy. I think they got what like sixty million or something crazy like that. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't even keep up with that. Good job. Yeah, I think yeah, I looked so- at it one time and I was like, "What in the world?" Yeah, I don't, I don't even think I I can't I don't even follow pages that big because I I mean I always saw Instagram as something small anyway. 
But uh, but Jeremy, what's your what's your definition of the it factor? And then let's let's let's. I want to I want to hear your response to somebody like Kim Kardashian. And what do you think somebody like her uh it factor is? I mean, you got to look at it like all the brands, like you were saying that. Like once you say Kim K, you know who that is. Like you don't even got to say a whole name, and you know the other things that follow with her, with her being married to Kanye, and those different things that bring all that light and money to her. Mm-hmm. So what I would say for a person, the difference between her and me is the fact of like I in factors of like my thing is like, hey, let me see how many people I can help change today in a positive yeah. way. Right. You know, some of the changes that Kim K may bring might not be all the way in a positive way. Or nah. some of the things you may see or some you might not want your kids to see. So mm-hmm. those things can happen. But when it comes to an effect, it's just that thing like that just is a part of you. Like you said, a superpower. Or maybe even when I do ask people like, hey, I, I'm looking for your answer is just saying like, man, this is what got me through. So this is what it is. So yeah. when I think of an effect, that's what I think of. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so, so, tell us a little bit about your it factor and what what makes you unique and what makes you special in your opinion. I would say my it factor, man, to be honest, is uh, bringing people together. Uh, mm. I have a great way of like networking and reaching out to people, and it's just falling through. Like, hey, I'm right. gonna come on the show, or hey, I'm gonna help work, help you work with this and uh, bring a family together, man. It's it's an amazing thing and. I think it's it, it doing well with the show and also it does well in my daily life. Yeah. Yeah. I think people kind of, like I said, I don't think people talking about, you know, having it factors because I think that goes kind of into, I, I in my head, it's into like the same space that, as our leaders uh, born or, or made. You know what I'm saying? Are you kind of, do y'all think you're like born with the it factor or do you think you can develop an it factor? Yeah, for both of y'all. What's what's up, Jeremy? Develop. I would mm. say over time. Me playing sports, uh, me being a writer, uh, just a learner, a seeker of knowledge. I would say at the end of the day, uh, I wasn't born that way. I'm all over the place when I was a kid. So meeting people like yourselves, anything like that, helped me to be the person that I am today. And mm. also, it plays a role into what I do today. You know, even when it's just stepping outside, it's like, hey. That's Jeremy. Okay, man, you're an engineer. You're a black engineer. I can't believe right. So right. I would definitely say that. And also being the host of a podcast that looks out for the black people first. Yep. And that many people doing it. So I would definitely yeah. say that. Facts, facts. What's up with you, Basic? No, um, just before I answer the question, um, mm-hmm. Jeremy, I did have a just wanted to make sure to give you your kudos. Um, because that to me, just from from listening um to your platform. To me, you're, uh, and I know you spoke on, you know, changing the narrative, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I, I, to me, that that's what really is like a, the it factor that I that I see, you know, with you, you know, someone like yourself that's in the in the sports, you know, from rural South Georgia to the folks don't know, um, you know, uh, uh, about Fort Valley, you know, it's a small right. town um, in, in South Georgia, and, yeah, and I'm sure George. it's. Yeah, middle Georgia. Sorry, I consider it anywhere I outside. You know, how nigga do everything below Atlanta, South Georgia. <laughs> somewhere you, somewhere you got to name the big. When you explain it to somebody, you got to name a big city next to it. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. near Macon. <laughs> no, nah, but you know, you you just changing that perception of people yourself. You know, from you know when I grew up, you know people that look like you, look like me, definitely weren't into 
technology and folks like yourself. I don't know if everybody can see on there, but I saw on there you you look like a football player. <laughs> and so, right. you know, growing up, I'm sure people always told you, oh, you need to play football and you need to do this. And that was like your only option. Yeah. Um, so to me, yeah, that, that's dope, you know, that you're in engineering. It's really, I mean, Kelvin yourself, both of y'all from smaller towns and and y'all are in, you know, industries that are are not full of people who look like you, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So that that's always dope to see. But uh, yeah, just to go back to the original question, I do feel like it is something that you can either be born with or that you can develop. You know, I, I feel like sometimes it just takes people to figure out what their factor is. I feel like a lot of times it's already in you. It just takes, you know, either someone to bring it out of you or, you know, just throughout life, you know, you learn like, oh, this is this is my niche. This is what I'm good at. You know, you're with you. Yeah, man, that that's I kind of feel. Yeah, I feel that way. Like it is kind of a both. You know what I'm saying? Having that it factor. Um, now, when I I guess I want to talk about you know how early, how early can you even really talk about the it factor or having a it factor? You know, and I I guess I guess it's like how early do you start identifying traits? about yourself that are special. You know what I'm saying? And because I'm trying to think about myself. And when I was growing up, like, you know, people wanted you to go do certain things and, you know, they kind of dissuade you from doing things that are outside the norm, which is kind of damaging because you're really limiting your child or you're limiting that person to these very specific occupations passions, hobbies, whatever, you know what I'm saying? And like, maybe that, you know, maybe this kid um, from South Georgia could be the greatest painter in the world, but, you know, motherfucker told him like, you know, go do this, go pick up a football and you ain't gonna make no money painting, you know, cause we don't know no niggas who paint and make a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? Cause niggas limited by what they see and shit like that. Right. So, um, <laughs> so what y'all think about like like how early can you 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 like like how early can you identify it factor in the, in a kid or a child? Yeah, so I say man, with me coming from a family of football players, I start with that. And playing Pop Warner, I knew I was good, right? You every kid know that. Like, oh, I'm the dude in the park, right? Cool. You know. Mm. Wait, you said Pop who? Pop Warner. Pop Warner. Like uh what that? Little kid, little kid, little kid. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And uh, my mom was like, "Hey, you make these grades, you're gonna be fine. Like, but you got to do good in school to play football, right?" But I yeah. noticed that every kid didn't get that type of conversation. So that's mm. time, you know, I was like, "I'm actually good at school," but it didn't hit me that I didn't have to play football to kind of do school as well. It was like, "Hey, yeah. I play football, cool." As time went, I kind of learned that I can separate myself from the sport. And I'll still be fine. And like you said, like being from a rural place, I thought the only way I was going to make it to college was football. Damn. But yeah, I stepped away from it, you know, having scholarships, things like that. And my mom didn't fuss at me. I never forget. But I was able to step away from it and realize yeah. my impact was like not only bringing people together, but also that I can think on my own. Like I don't need a coach. I don't need no team to kind of push me to where I needed to go. So yeah. even me with me going to Clark and even with me trying to go there, I still had another scholarship that was a full ride with football, but I was like, I'm not going to play them. Like, I'm going to go do this and try this. I think a lot of young males can't do that. You can't make mm. the decision. I hate 
decision at 18 years old, like, yeah, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, yeah. I'm going to move. Yeah. And I still trying to do that since then. Even with computer science, trying to make them move. Like, I want to be in mass media because that's all I saw on TV, ESPN, yep. like, first take. Like, oh, this, yep. this is what I can do. But over time, it's like, that's not the only thing that I can do. Let me take the harder road that I ain't never seen that many right. people do from Fort Valley and see how it could work out for me. So it helped me out to know, like, that was for me. that's it bro that's it you know what I'm saying I I just want like I want want kids and like people to realize I mean I I said kids but you can recognize or you know figure out what your it factor is at any age like you know like if you look at the guests that are on the it factor podcast man it's people man it's it's adults um you know but it's people from everywhere you know what i'm saying they figure out their passions at different ages and stuff like that passion and their talents and their uniqueness so i mean don't ever feel like it's too late or something because I, I i i thought one at one point i was thinking the same thing like bro it's too late for me to do this you know and i'm like well ain't no point in me thinking like that you know because it ain't gonna really help me do nothing so just like you know shoot for the stars i mean that sounds cliche but you know you gotta goddamn do what you gotta do man um so I want to know uh, more about your podcast too, man. Um, are you, are you, you, um, you know, we all we all went to HBCUs, man. We got Fort Valley um, with uh, me and Basic, and we got Clark with Jeremy, man. So, uh, do you feel like going to HBCU uh, came into play when you wanted to start your podcast? Of course it did, bro. Mm. Find a way to make one our model there, bro. Like, you're going to finesse a way, you're going to find it, right? Mm. <laughs> As time, I thought going to HBCU and being in the tech, I was like, I'm going to have black professors. Everything going to be black. <laughs> I got a yeah. science class, and it was a guy that don't mm. look like me, that don't talk like me, and I'm trying to understand logic, and I'm trying to understand this, and I'm like, yeah. you know. It's hard to learn with that language barrier like YouTube. sitting there. I'm YouTube and looking for a brother that look mm. like me, and I didn't find it. And Damn. I was like, man, look. If I make it through this school, I'm going to start a show that somebody look like me. And it might not be teaching code or nothing like that, but right. I'm going to bring people on that look like us so that you can know. Because if I had it in school, no matter what, I would have graduated. Like, yeah. for the class type thing. Even yeah. though I, it don't matter no more. But yeah, that's how I felt about it. Also, I would say just the leadership and waking up to black people doing amazing things every morning mm-hmm. just pushed me to know, like, I got to do something for my people so I could pull them on shows. I had numerous people from HBCUs that been on the show. Then have people from PWIs that once the camera start rolling, they be like, man, I wish I went to an HBCU. I'm like, I know. It's cool. You still can go. Like, you still can go. You know, we could, we could work it out now, you know, so. Yeah. Played a big role in it, man. And it, it grew me up as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a HBCUs is a it's an experience, you know what I'm saying? Like it's something <laughs> I wish all black people. I, well, I feel like black people experience it at different levels, but like a HBCU is like a collection of all the blackness, all the young talent, all the young black talent is just mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? It still need to be sculpted into something, but seeing all that raw blackness, if you know. Is it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? But um, you know, uh, and I don't know if everybody felt feels like that going to the HBCU. You know what I'm saying? I I never I know when I was at I when I was at Fort Valley, I never took the time to kind of stop and like 
look around and say like, oh, this is amazing, like what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? I kind of just went through the day at school and stuff. And I, I feel like I kind of took advantage of what it was until I left. And then I was like, oh, shit, that was a moment. I mean, that was a moment, my nigga. Like, you should have paid attention to that, man. Um, uh, basically, I don't know. How, how did you feel about going to HBCU? Or you was, you was just like, what? Um, It was an experience. My experience at the HBCU was a little different just because um, my major was – people that were in my major were, were probably most of the people that were the – minorities oh, on the campus uh, the others <laughs> yeah so <laughs> i never noticed a, that <laughs> yeah, but you're I right mean, you did. if you if you saw some people that walk around the campus that was non-african-american <laughs> they were probably in you know my major you know or just in, <laughs> and they look like they look like animal people too you know oh lord animal yeah. people kind of quirky to me they kind of quirky you know what i'm saying um, and and not to get into a whole different another conversation, but I'm I'm a little indifferent on the whole HBCU thing. Mm. You know uh, where the boo I, sounds at? <laughs> the boosy sounds. <laughs> the boo sounds. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I don't don't get me wrong. I feel like it was a good experience for me. Mm. I say that to say that I don't think it's the experience that every black person needs to have. Mm-hmm. It kind of just depends on your background. Like me, I went to growing up, my mom always made sure I went to better schools. And unfortunately, the ones that were better were the ones that, you know, were predominantly, um, you know, other nationalities or other races in them, predominantly white, you know? Um, <laughs> so it was a good experience for like, going to Fort Valley was a culture shock for me. Like mm. seeing so uh, only black people, like Man, that's crazy. Like, I was so used to being in diverse classes and having different teachers. that looked like whatever. And then to go to a school where it's nothing but like everybody's black, which is dope, dope experience. But I, I feel like if I feel like if I came from a, a, a black area and my middle school, elementary, high school, was all black. I feel like that person may benefit from going to a PWI just because you have to realize the world is not, and that's for anybody, you know, um, non-black or whatever, the world is not one way, you know, so you have to Mm -hmm. be able to interact with all type of people, you know, because we move a little bit different than someone else does. So a lot of times people get a better, better experience if they came from Somewhere there was one area going to another area and being able to understand people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everybody got their own experience. I think Miles was agreeing with some of the things you were saying, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, uh, but Jeremy, tell me, uh, drop some names of your favorite guests, man, and tell me, uh, you know, tell me how did that experience go with getting some of your favorite guests on the uh, podcast? First off, I would say having a person like Candace Correll, that's a big time software engineer in the Maryland area and also mm-hmm. cheer for the Redskins and uh, having her on there. It was amazing because it was the first time to see like a black woman doing amazing things like her yeah. like, role to be like a manager. Yeah. Uh, it's software. super rare to see a black girl in a software engineering. Development. I was like, what are you doing? Also, I would say like, just people like uh guy from wing zero i was able to have him on the show and him to mm-hmm. break down what he does 
And it wasn't until a couple weeks later that I found out he was like a multimillionaire. Mm. No, like, bro, what? And I like text this dude like he a regular dude. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, and then from then I I I, I doctrinated. Man, he put on his big pants one leg at a time like me. I'm yeah, glad to talk to people like that. Yeah, uh, a lot of numerous man. I'm thankful for everybody that came on the show. Even you, man, coming on yeah. the show and breaking down what you have had and like what you have done and what you have been through. It's an amazing thing because. Also, I like to take, talk about HBCUs a lot because it's just crazy to see what type of jobs we have, what we mm. deal with. And like, dang, you know, my HBCU fully prepared me for certain things, but also didn't fully prepare me for other things. Yep. So, and I would say having someone like Ryan Clark, I looked up to him growing up, like CMO Sports Center. So having him on the show was an amazing thing because I didn't think he was going to hit me back. But he yeah. Hit me back. <laughs> so able to have him on the show. So hey. those different things like that in those different areas are an amazing thing for all yeah, people. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's why you got you to keep rocking out with that pod, man, because, like, you sit down with people and then you kind of, like, humanize them and you just kind of just talking, you know what I'm saying? And letting you see people at that level, they just, you know, everybody just regular folk, man, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, got to stop putting people on this pedestal, man, because you can do it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, uh, Basically, you got any questions for uh, Jeremy, man? Running, um, we're running up on time. Nah, I mean, I guess if, um, I guess you could, if someone was, you know, looking for, is your is your pod only for techie people? Because as Kelvin would know, I, I'm not a, well, Miles knows probably too. He probably reminds me a lot more, but I'm not tech savvy at all. Yeah, we was talking um, about you before you got on the call. Yeah, forget y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you... What would you say to someone like myself who's not really in the techie space and thinks that oh, I may not want to listen because that stuff may go over my head? Like, mm-hmm. what, what well, would you say to someone like me to make me want to watch your watch your show or tune mm, in to, yeah. to your podcast? Convince, convince Ian to subscribe. <laughs> so the reason why you would subscribe is because it's people that look like you first and they're talking about their professions, but it's not only tech professions. See, it's every profession. It's doctors, lawyers. It may be someone in your profession. That you can come on, or you can send me a message. And you can come on the show, and then we have someone that's in your profession. So I will always say that the it factor, yes, we started with tech, and it's always going to be tech first, you know. But at the end of the day, I had business people, lawyers, doctors, all type of people. I can go down the whole list of people that will want you to get the traction to come in and want to watch the episodes. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good, it's a good, it's a good feeling. It's a good, uh. It, it it just feel like you're chilling with with homies, man. So it's a it's it's a real good vibe there. Um, but yeah, man. So uh, uh, let's wrap, man. Um, I want y'all to uh, I want you, I want basic, you know, I want to want you to give you a little rundown, and then we're gonna end it with you, Jeremy. You know what I'm saying? And leave them socials at the end, bro. What's what's good? Uh, what's good, basic? No, this is this was a dope conversation. Always good to see um, young brothers making making moves and showing that we do have representations in, in other fields, something that I could, you know, have, you know, my son or nieces or nephews or whoever, somebody tune in so they can see. Cause a lot of times the media shows you, you know, the folks that they want to be popular, like the mm-hmm. Kodak blacks who need to go away. Bro, he but, makes um, good music. Sometimes. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're serious? saying. Kodak Black be makes hit. Man, I'm I'm talking about they give they give shine to them. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, they give shine to people that really ain't 
they don't need they don't need it and it's just like we it's cool it's it's a it's a space for them but like a lot of times people looking on the outside think that they are people who represent all type of black people and it's like no we're different you know we do different things we we have you know different um you know uh things that we like to do and and things that we do for entertainment and things such that nature and there's a space for him but he shouldn't be like the example and i feel like a lot of people look and be like yeah this is that's black people it's like no no it's not (laughs) yeah and and yeah i I just want to like i don't know that I don't know. I, I, and I was thinking of the episode earlier that that it factor kind of just stuck with me because it wasn't really something I thought about actively um, recently. You know what I'm saying? Like with how I don't know. I just feel like everybody has a thing now, so I don't know if it like diluted my mindset around somebody having a thing. You know what I'm saying? Recognizing your thing and and just really leaning into it. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, now having this conversation, I feel like, you know, the, you know, you, knowing your it factor. And now I want to think, damn, what the fuck is my it factor? I don't goddamn know. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, if you know me, you know, it's some also, uniqueness there. You say what? It can, it, can, it can change. And also, you probably don't have more than people like you, like myself, like everyone that's on here today. We yeah. have more than one it factor. There it is. There it is. From 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 Mr. It Factor right there. So uh so yeah, but it was dope, 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 dope talking about the it factor, man. Like I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make a little list of my it factor things so I can lean into it and I can uh toot my horn when I get a chance. Um but bro, I want you to lead us out, man, with, with, with a nice little outro. Make sure you leave all your socials where they can find the it factor podcast, um, and all that. All right, man. So, like I was saying, my social media is at Rob Jeremy. Uh, that's at R O B J R E M Y, and also at the It Factor Podcast dot com, and also at the It Factor uh, YouTube. You can find me at the It Factor, and also on hand. Yeah. What? Do- yeah, yeah, definitely though. So, so the It Factor Podcast is a part of Happy Accidents Media Podcast Network. So y'all gonna see them on both of our uh, platforms for sure. Um, what do you, do y'all have? It, you have any exciting episodes coming up, or anything you want to let the people know about? Oh, oh shit! Oh shit! You know it's season three, so anything can happen. Every week is okay. an episode that's dropping every Sunday. Uh, it's dropping at three p.m. every Sunday. It's a beautiful thing, you know. Also okay. gonna have some little talks coming out soon too. Okay, okay. Oh, possible shit. possible merch coming out soon. What's yeah, the time yeah. frames on that, bro? We yeah, talking hoodies coming out. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get on that list, bro. <laughs> I think I'm already on the list, but let's make let's get it recorded. <laughs> but shoot, man, appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of Words with KB, man. Uh shit, I'm out. Peace. Yep. All right, y'all, that's a wrap. That's the episode. Uh, I don't got much to say. I already plugged Happy Essence Media, so I ain't going to do it again. I ain't even going to do it again, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't need need that type of guy. But I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your day or evening or night, and we will catch you next time. All right, peace.